Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Terry Prentice, who's the senior associate AD at Arkansas, we're going to talk about some NIL and some of the things going on at the U of A. And uh, we welcome you. Terry, welcome to the show. Hey, fellas. Good to be on. Thanks for having me. Oh, we appreciate you coming on. So as far as uh, NIL overall, how has everything gone from the time that this started and you got your staff in place and uh, where we are now with NIL and some of the deals that have happened here recently? Yeah, things, things have gone really well. I've uh, been proud of our student-athletes, been proud of our, our fans, our supporters, businesses around the state, uh, but it's continuing to change and evolve around it. So, uh, you know, through seven months, we feel like we have it figured out um, at a certain point, and then, you know, not a week later or two weeks later, something changes in a way we understand or the way we understand, you know, the NIL landscape changes. So we continue to just keep our ear to the to the street, pay attention to trends, and just watch as things evolve. But it's, it's been good. It's been good. It's summer. It's been good so far. Well, Terry, one of the things I know that uh, a lot of people have been asking questions about is just – the, the way it's set up and, and how it's handled, because I think that just the lack of maybe transparency, which is not necessarily a good or bad thing, but a lot of fans maybe just don't know so much about the NIL. What would you say just now that we've been able to go through it for a little over half a year coming up on a year? What would you say is some of the, the biggest misconceptions about the NIL that you think that fans may not understand? It's uh, it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's interesting that you say that in that, we're still learning as we go. We're still figuring things out as we go along because this is just a space that has never been tapped into before collegiately, right? So uh, every state law is different. Arkansas has a state law that differs from Florida or Texas or any other state or California for that matter. The NCA might have a set of um, guidelines that they've given to us, but then there's also the thought from some that there's going to be a, a national NIL law at the, at the, you know, the Senate level. And some things have come to pass and other things haven't come to pass. So really, to, to boil it all down, the sense of lack of transparency at times is actually pretty true because we don't even have consensus amongst all the schools and states within the SEC. So uh, what we try to do is just forge the best path forward for Arkansas Razorback student-athletes, student-athletes within the state of Arkansas, and follow what our state law outlines. Uh, for us to do. And what I can tell you is that if anyone is interested in working with a Razorback student-athlete or has questions about how things work and want to be educated, you can always reach out to our office because we are, we want to be uh, nothing but helpful to both fans, business and brands, and ultimately our athletes who are benefiting from all of this. Terry, you mentioned that this deal is forever changing from beginning and uh, it may change somewhere along the way. What are some of those changes that stand out to you that have happened? I think the biggest one is uh, is companies and brands learning how student-athletes can, can represent them. So early on, I think the thought was, you know, unless I'm going to see a huge ROI and can pull money out of my marketing budget, you know, I only think I can use a student-athlete in a commercial or a radio ad on a billboard, uh, and that just always isn't the case. As you've seen recently, you can have your company partner with another company and have a student-athlete promote a nonprofit that they might be uh, interested in or a cause that they might be passionate about. We've seen groups of 
uh, individuals obviously form what we've known as collectives now um, and come together to form different groups for the sole purpose of helping benefit the community and having student-athletes be the front and center of, of that group. Um, so those have been some of the changes. Also, you know, the thought that you know, student-athletes for the longest couldn't use their, their name, their image, or their likeness to promote uh, a camp or a clinic or a fee for lessons, private lessons, and, and so forth. Well, all those things are on the table now. Um, and our student-athletes have certainly gotten creative. And now that some are coming out of their playing season, uh, I'll use our offensive linemen as an example. They're starting to hold camps um, for themselves and for, for youth around the state that want to go out and play football and be taught by some of them. They're starting to tap into some, into some of those things, which they weren't previously doing or even thinking of previously. Um, I'll use baseball and softball student-athletes. A lot of them have been doing the exact same thing and learning that they could actually promote themselves working in conjunction with you know, a baseball club, or any type of a camp or a clinic and, and use their names to promote and do that and all that be above board and, and compliance. So when I say that we're evolving and we're changing, it seems like the creativity from some of our young people just continues to um, come to light. And then more and more business owners are starting to ask questions, which we certainly encourage and want, want people to do. Terry, one of the the biggest things, too, that I've thought was so fascinating about the NIL is the representation of a lot of these student athletes where, you know, sometimes they have companies that represent them. Sometimes it's just individuals that represent them. Has that been overwhelming or difficult at times where you have the, a team, you got student athletes there at the U of A, but you got so many different other people involved as far as representing them, trying to make sure that they have the best opportunities for making uh, making money off their name, image and likeness? No, that's, that's a great question, and, and honestly, I have to, to credit uh, the team that I'm surrounded by and, and others I work with. We've, we've been pretty blessed to have enough support staff to feel like we can keep up with the individuals that are representing our student-athletes. And so, again, you, you hit it on the head. You've got agents, you've got attorneys, you've got marketing firms, uh, all of the above, and they've been, quite honestly, uh, pretty appreciative that we've had an open-door policy with them in which from what I'm hearing you're not you're not hearing the same things that other schools both around this league and, and around the country I think some other schools have kind of pushed the, the representatives to the side where we want to hear from them because we want to stay in line with what what student athletes can do from a rule standpoint so it hadn't been too overwhelming um, don't want an adversarial relationship with these people I mean we've seen this as necessary and it's just the reality of where we are now so no it's, it really hadn't been too overwhelming yet and it's actually been, uh, it's just been a new a new challenge for us to get used to. But it's, again, as I said, it's the reality of where we are. And, uh, this is the new direction of college sports. So we better jump on and embrace it. Have you seen deals in place for the majority of the sports at the U of A? How has that gone a- across sports altogether? Yeah, all, uh, all 19 of our sports uh, have had at least one student athlete, you know, take advantage of their NIL. So, we feel like we checked that box pretty early, something we were, we were really proud of. And at least from public data that we had seen from around the country, we feel like we were the first school to get to that point where every sport was represented. Um, so we've been happy with that. And then you've seen some of our teams start to really want to do some team-wide NIL deals. We're starting to see them organize amongst themselves has, uh, has been pretty cool. And as I mentioned, you know, the offensive line early, we're seeing position groups start to band together and, uh, and do some things. So, yeah, I mean – it's uh, 
it's really taken a hold across the entire department, and uh, it's been it's been fun to watch, fun to be a part of. Terry, the thing, like, I know that people also get a lot of confused about is because you mentioned how you guys are doing a lot of things and kind of went above and beyond at the start of it to try to get ahead of the game compared to a lot of other schools. But uh, as far as all the things that you have been doing at the University of Arkansas, is there ways to kind of track the progress compared to other SEC schools, for instance? Because there's so many things that people don't know about, especially publicly, but it certainly seems like you and all your staff is doing a great job. Is there a way to track and seeing kind of what you're doing compared to what other SEC schools are doing? Yeah, that's and that's another good question. So the answer is yes and no. So part of the transparency question you had brought up, you know, initially goes back to, you know, schools, let's just use in the SEC, for instance, we all use different tracking systems and monitoring systems. So, you know, two or three schools might be on the same software, and that company that owns that software might put out some kind of average or median data, right, from an NIL standpoint over one month, two months, three months. Uh, but that wouldn't be the exact same for a school like us that uses a different software. So, cases, it's hard to get consistent data publicly, and also considering some of the student athletes. Uh, deals and contracts have, you know, non-disclosure agreements as well. Uh, but what I will say is uh, some of the things that, that we've read or we're seeing on social media from other schools are not always accurate. <laughs> and that's just, you know, uh, probably the fun part with some of this. There might be a little bit of embellishment that's going on with, uh, with fans in certain places or others in certain places and attaching dollar amounts. But really only a, really only a few limited people actually know uh, you know, the dollars that are flowing through different departments, all of the deals, I mean, we tried to do as good of a job we can tracking that. But I know the same goes for peers at, at other institutions. So I'd hope that, you know, in some time, maybe a year, two years, three years from now, uh, we might have some more uh, consistency across the board in terms of knowing what's available in other places. But it's hard to, it's hard to put a figure on that. With the newness of it, are there certain rules you'd like to see put in place that can improve the process of getting some of these deals done? No, honestly, right now, I feel really good about where we are in the state of Arkansas. And again, I go back to our state law, and that's really all we can do. You're seeing other states wanting to repeal parts of their state law or alter parts of their state law or their policy, and we really just haven't felt like we've had to do that. We've been really confident in the folks that, that – obviously took the bill up in the state legislature and the time and the energy that was crafted in there. So at this point, I don't know that there's anything that I would necessarily want to change about our process, but I do think we want to continue to be nimble and think of ways that we can actively help our student athletes, uh, maybe track or solicit or, or other things and, and maybe help them a little bit more from a hands-on standpoint. Uh, but that, that'd really be the only thing outside of that. I've been really happy with, uh, with where our policies lie and what we're able to do. Terry, the the whole thing that people also may not understand, too, is with what's going on and people who are trying to set up these NIL deals, are there companies or individuals that may set up NIL deals but say, hey, we don't want it public, we don't want anyone knowing, we don't want anybody uh, you know, promoting the fact that we're doing this? Is there any sort of like secretive stuff going on behind the scenes i've always been curious about that because i feel like there may be even more of these companies that are doing these things but they just don't wish to be made known or don't wish to have their have their uh, contributions made public yeah and i i think that's that's a 
that's a really fair assessment. There are there are some who uh, might not necessarily want the promotion, but the activation and the student's NIL deal is to promote a particular business or brand because at the end of the day, that's one of the 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 hard hard rules about NIL is that there has to be some quid pro quo. There has to be something that the athlete does using their NIL in exchange for compensation, exchange for money. So, yeah, I, I would say that's true. That's definitely true. And it's been true since the beginning of, of Native Life. Terry, what's your opinion on how NIL plays into recruiting? And not that the school is actively showcasing NIL deals to recruits, but the fact that recruits do see some of the NIL deals that have been struck at certain schools, how do you think that plays into recruits wanting to go certain places? Like you mentioned with the offensive line, there if there are offensive linemen out there, they'll look and say, well, the entire offensive line at the University of Arkansas, they got this NIL deal, and that would be somewhere that they feel like they could go to get some of those same type of amenities. I think, yeah, I think it's another tool in the tool belt. Right, uh, and you know, 18, 17 and eighteen-year-olds want to know, you know, that they're going to be coached by the by the best, and that a coaching staff is going to be able to develop them and put them um, in the best position to succeed at the next level. Going to want to know that you have the best facilities or facilities that can compete. Going to want to know that you can go somewhere where you know the degree programs are going to be strong. You're going to earn a meaningful degree. Same goes for nutrition. Same goes for fan support. Uh, and travel and those things, and now NIL is just another component of that, right? And we can't necessarily go out and promise, but if you don't have some sound NIL infrastructure in place, uh, both in your department and what you can do, and then around the community and the state, uh, you're certainly going to be falling behind. So, uh, again, yeah, it's absolutely going to be a part or is a part of the recruiting process. We sit down and, and talk with recruits about opportunities that we think would be available in the state of Arkansas. Can't you know, promise them anything necessarily, but we do talk about some strong business community and our fan support. Why we have again all of those things I had mentioned before that I think are assets for the U of A um, have are in place and why they're in place, and NIL fits into that somehow, some way, in being able to tap into your your name and likeness. So, yeah, absolutely a part of of recruiting. It's just as I said, the reality of, of what we do now, and so we've all had to just embrace this head on and. And all of our coaches have done a really good job of, of that as well. I know you say you got to embrace it, which I totally get and, and agree and understand. But is there anything that happens going on with NIL that you or uh, the department would like to see adjusted or policed or regulated or anything? Because it seems like it's just the Wild West and it's a free-for-all right now, which maybe that's the way it stays, But and that may be fine. But is there anything that you would like to see uh, change or be adjusted to make this easier, not only on the student athletes, but also on schools and all the representation and everybody involved. Yeah, I think I think really the the, the two things I could think of are you know representative or those that are claiming they're representatives um, from just not taking advantage of, of the student athlete. Right, I know there's uh, a lot of folks out there who claim to be experts in, in what they do, but NIL has also brought along a lot of people who've been either novices or just had never been involved in, in the space for the first time. So uh, just continue to make sure that, you know, the agent certification process or the people that are involved, you know, do so with the best interest of the, of the student athletes in mind. And that's part of our job too, is making sure we educate them on what to be looking for, the, the values and criteria that they might have when determining if they want to work with somebody. But then the second thing is, 
just, uh, you know, in the recruiting process. We can't legislate integrity. Uh, that's one thing I've heard, you know, 100-year checks say quite a bit. We can't legislate integrity, so just maintaining that integrity in the recruiting process and knowing that, uh, you know, there's going to be tampering. There are going to be people who promise things to, to prospects before they, you know, before they come on the campus or to get them to sign with a particular school. So, yeah, I would love to see some more consistency across the board in those two areas. Um, the first one, we really do feel like we can control in how we educate the, the student-athletes. But, again, there's a lot of individuals out there. So we just want to make sure we're, we're giving them the, the best piece of advice we can. How often do you hear from athletes or their reps about NIL deals? Is that something that happens on a daily basis? Or does it depend on if you're in season for certain sports? Or, or does it happen more in the off season? Yeah, it's really – really just about every week i mean we're hearing from from someone and again keep it as i mentioned earlier keeping that open line of communication and, and not having an adversarial relationship and really having a relationship of wanting to help the student athlete uh means that you're going to be speaking pretty regularly so yeah i'd, I'd say the conversations happen very very frequently uh, with student athletes from all different kinds of sports that have representatives yeah, I love I love hearing from the stories too of some of these athletes and like seeing some of the commercials and like the advertising that they're involved in. It, it's kind of another way too, Terry, to be able to promote the personality of a lot of these athletes. Because let's be honest, you see them on the field or on the court, and then you maybe get them in a press conference and them talking about football. That's it. But when you get to see them actually in action and being able to to be in in commercials and do radio interviews like we have on here on the Buzz. It's another way to promote them and not just what they do on the field, but also what they do off the field as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And and, and love, uh, you know, the student athletes get their time after a game or that press, that one press conference during the week to sit in front of the podium and maybe do a Zoom call or have a, a camera or a microphone in front of their face. But, yeah, being able to do a, a weekly segment for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, get your personality out there over – you know, an eight-week, 12-week, 15-week period, uh, that's awesome. And these are great building blocks and, and life skills that our student-athletes are, are gaining, all the while being being compensated for, which which is awesome. So, and, and really what goes on in the real world at the end of the day. So, I'm, again, I'm glad that, that we've caught up in our industry and that, you know, our, our young people have a chance to do some of those things. But, yeah, I agree. It's, it's been uh, it's been fun to watch some personalities come out. Well, Terry, we really appreciate you joining us today and uh, giving us a lot of great info there on NIL deals. Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on, guys. Happy to happy to come on anytime.